0: Hello and welcome to Social Media Weekly episode 15 May 2018. My name is Sean. I'm host. And in this week we will be talking about a slew of stuff, including legendary hacker Kevin Mitnick shared a video of him passing bypassing LinkedIn two-factor authentication and possibly every other two-factor authentication. In the market right now
1: Damn. <laughs> so next topic will be Google IO 2018 announced heavy investment into voice AI to the extent of enabling the assistant to make calls for users Wow moving forward what does voice AI mean for social media and digital marketing hmm.
2: Next up is Instagram. Do you know the yes and no poll that you always use? Well, they just got more interesting. Instagram introduced a new slider to spice things up. This allows people to pull the slider anywhere between respond 1 and 2, showing how much they like or dislike something instead of binary yes or no.
0: Students in the University of California managed to control Siri and Alexa with voices that human ears cannot hear
2: how does
1: that work
0: yeah find out more later on
1: <laughs> so facebook has just uh, rolled out a new feature for facebook live where we have more tools to use Hmm, i wonder what tools do we doing did they roll out
2: yeah and the last one ever since facebook introduced the new uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> algorithm to reduce brands Exposure to users rent has been resorted to ads to maintain their reach. Now marketers are starting to question the effectiveness of Facebook ads This is something we can really talk about
0: Alright back to our first topic Uh, Legendary hacker Minnick shared a video of him bypassing two-factor authentication Uh, This is quite interesting because uh, We all know who Kevin Minnick is and for those who do not, Faustina, would you like to okay. so, just do a quick introduction yeah. of this famous person?
1: So this Kevin Mini is basically before my time, or maybe my during my time, I don't know. But anyway, he's known as the world's most famous hacker, best-selling author, and the top cyber security
0: speaker in the world.
1: Alright, so what
0: happened this time around is that, uh, uh, according to an article by TechCrunch, next showed us how to bypass two-factor authentication in the video what it does is it tells it it shows something like this um you know those kind of emails you receive from linkedin Mm -hmm. that says that uh someone is using uh, well uh, someone wants to connect with you and it shows you an email of that person who wants to connect with you and it puts a little button below and say, connect with that person or mm-hmm. accept that person or something like that. Yeah. Right, chat with that person. So if you were to hit that link immediately, it is supposed to bring you to a LinkedIn login where you key in your username, your password. And once you hit submit, you will be prompted uh, two-factor authentication mm-hmm. where they will send a code to your phone and from your and when you key in that thing on the phone, to that two-factor authentication authentication bar and mm-hmm. then hit submit then you will get to log in yeah so what happens is that the hackers or phishing attackers what they would do is they would use an email address that is very similar to for example linkedin mm-hmm. so instead of l-i-n-k-e-d it goes l-l-n-k-e-d mm. or l-u-n-k-e-d something that if you read fast enough you will You will think that it's the original and then what happens is that then when you click the button it brings you to a bogus website that looks and feels exactly the same as linkedin and then when you key in the username and password Mm -hmm. the hackers will actually have a keylogger that actually tracks everything that is going on including what uh what you type as a username and what you type as your password and then this is what is supposed to happen two-factor changes all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So even if they have your username and password, if you turn on two-factor authentication, you are, they are not supposed to be able to access your account Okay. because that changes all the time. So even if the keylogger tracks that two-factor, the next time you log in, they will send you another two-factor code which is not the same as the previous one. Okay. This is how they are supposed to protect Hackers from getting into your uh, your, account. Uh, okay. your account. But what this does, what this keylogger does is it actually generates a long code. Okay. There is this long code that they generate, and then with this long code, the hacker can actually go to the developer tools section of a website,
2: mm-hmm.
0: copy and paste that section, that long code into some part of the website. Okay. And then, when they refresh that LinkedIn login, it immediately logs you in
1: to the account. to your account. Bypassing
0: your username, password, and also your two-factor authentication. Shit. <laughs> so, we are not sure if this is limited to only LinkedIn, but there is a chance that if, if any other uh, programs and, and companies and softwares, any other login system using the same kind of two-factor Authentication chances are they will also be able to do the same to do the same thing. So it's
1: do like the Google, same bypass your Google account, your Facebook, your Instagram, everything. Yeah, exactly.
0: Ooh. So, so the moral here is that it all begins with one thing, right? It all begins with clicking the button from your email address. Yeah. And if you are anyway if you are in any way dyslexic or uh, have trouble reading very fast very quickly or if you're unsure, don't be lazy. Go into a browser, key in the key in the site yourself, yeah. and then you go into yeah. it.
1: Do not go through your email.
0: Do not go through it's your email. It's too dangerous. Yes, it is
1: too dangerous. <laughs> Alright, so the next topic is Google IO 2018 announced their heavy investment into voice AI. So, I mean, you guys have heard about the Google Assistant and... So, basically, they just wrote... They just had uh, some new updates about it that actually enables your Google Assistant to make calls for you to set appointment. We actually uh, came across this um, video about the Google Assistant. That, that that someone actually asked Google Assistant to to do a, to to set a hair appointment for them so to the sen- to the point that this voice assistant thing talks as talks like a real person like mm-hmm. if you listen to it it like they talk as a, like a real person yeah, yeah, so i'm
0: like and and she also went to the extent of uh, uh, using fillers to to make her sound more human like for example if she is trying to access the calendar of, of the user, mm-hmm. and she needs a bit of time. She used filler words like "hold on," "let me see," "let's see if uh, what what else do we have," and things like that.
1: Or like instead an of just ag- yeah like that.
0: yeah, just instead of just keeping quiet.
1: Yeah, so it's like an, another another example of an acknowledgement is like when when a person says uh one statement or something, she'll be like agreeing or yes,
0: agree uh, with with. With like, human nuanced words like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is pretty cute, uh, based on the demo there. It's
1: cute, but it's creepy that, uh, at the same time. Yeah. If you know that it's actually a Google Assistant thing.
0: Well, well, apparently, according to Google, they are supposed to announce that that it's a Google Assistant speaking to you instead of trying to con you and trying to cheat you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see, the, 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 the key thing here is that... Uh, if you understand the difference between web 2.0 and web 3.0 mm-hmm. web 2.0 is what kind of the internet age we're living now where we use some form of uh screen device whether mm-hmm. it's your mobile phone uh, your tablet your computer and to a certain extent your watch to serve the into to use the internet and gather information like what, what is it called uh, you interact with the World Wide web mm-hmm interact with the internet, use the internet. Um, There is a theory that web 3.0 will be wearables. And when we talk about wearables, the first step into web 3.0, assuming that this theory holds true, is actually voice. So voice activated internet, which means that um, you will probably, let's say have a mobile device shrink down to the size of your Bluetooth headset, and you give command to your voice assistant, whether it's Siri, Alexa, or Google Assistant, mm-hmm. and that assistant will help you gather information.
1: So it's bye bye screens.
0: So it's bye bye screens, bye bye keyboard. Oh. Yeah. So so you won't have all these things anymore, and um, and this is Google's first step in taking this leap by applying uh, voice AI into the Google Assistant. And making it start learning how to okay. how to perform new tasks and uh, becoming a proper assistant for the user.
1: Okay, so that said, what would that mean for social media? Exactly. And so this
0: this will be a problem here, right? Because at this point of time, social media is very screen driven. Mm. Everything we use from Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, everything is very visually driven because you have to read something mm-hmm. see it watch it right True. but when we take away the screens what does it mean for all of us um the 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 only the first thing that comes to mind for me is um uh, podcast yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: podcast would be a good evolution for maybe social media but podcast in a way is a radio Di- right a radio. Yeah. it's like a it's like a digital radio mm-hmm. And um, and everything else, from Facebook to Instagram to Snapchat, all visually-driven social media will cease to exist or will eventually be phased away and replaced with something else.
1: Unless they evolve with along with Web 3.0 and come up with something
0: Visual. like
1: audio-related.
0: You know you know what is Facebook on audio?
2: Earbook. What? <laughs> but my biggest problem with all this um, Siri or whatever is... It's how it's applicable to different accents. Yes. yes,
0: I think this will be an issue. Uh, but yeah. I do think, I do believe that they will eventually learn to, to have uh to be a bit more Malaysian. Yeah, to have, <laughs> a, to maybe, have a larger maybe, database, yeah, of more accents. variations and and, yeah. and even even languages. Yeah. Right, languages and the accents, dialects of languages, yeah. for every part yeah. of the world. True. True. And that will be
2: quite interesting. Um, and. Because I'm imagining a, uh, a scenario but the Google Assistant call a saloon. Then she, she starts speaking Cantonese.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> can oh, imagine oh, it. Hey, you know, actually, actually in the second demo, right, they had they had two demos. Yeah. Oh, okay. One is the, the hair saloon, which was pretty straightforward, yeah. right? The only variable was that they don't have the time slot that, uh-huh. that the user wants. So the Assistant had to find another time slot based on the based on the calendar right. availability. The second call that the assistant made right. was to a restaurant uh. and it was a Chinese lady oh, who yeah. couldn't speak English properly okay. and she kept getting everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really cute, but in a way kinda of like making fun of the Chinese people. But yeah, but, but it's uh it's quite interesting um, how the assistant was able to yeah. twist and turn and just still manage to get the oh, yeah the info our, yeah, that the,
1: they need. Yeah. Right. The
0: appointment that yeah. uh, the reservation that a user needs.
1: Okay. And
0: yeah, um so coming back to the adoption of social media onto voice AI, um I think I think moving forward um advertising marketers right will have to again look at a different way of reaching out to consumers uh, maybe by voice, maybe by uh, geotech geotag. let's say if a person goes shopping mm-hmm. and of course that person will always have that earphone next to uh, in the ear okay. and when the geotech crosses a shop, you immediately pings a promotion, invite them to come into the shop or something like that. You'll be
1: um, like, hey Sean, we have a Starbucks promotion. Yeah, here. yeah.
0: It's <laughs> it, it's kind of, it's very Black Mirror slash Minority, oh my goodness. minority Report <laughs> slash uh, Blade Runner. It, it's every sci-fi movie is trying to pull this off some some, some way or another.
1: Basically, it's like a sci-fi movie prediction. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is. And as, as long as we don't have a screen to use, mm. we will need to resort to hearing it from people but i guess eventually when we have glasses then the hud projection the ar will all be there
2: then i guess the apple pots kind of make sense now if that yes. Happens. yes yes so
0: this is actually why apple started doing this because um they are also predicting the the rise of web 3.0 being uh voice activated assistance mm-hmm. but apple's problem is siri is quite crappy Mm-hmm. So, they have a hardware that does not have the software to match with it mm-hmm. It'll be nice if someone builds an airport That can work with Google Assistant
1: That'd be cool Yeah, that'd be really cool Also, in a way, find uh, 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 an improvement so that we won't lose our EarPods
0: Yeah It's scary yeah. to
1: know that when it falls, it's like you'll be looking everywhere for it But anyway, yeah. back to the part. Cash. Item
2: number three, Wei Han. So, um, you know your Insta story, you used to have this um, uh, option oh, that you can uh, ask a serious question then you say yes or no. So, good news is now you have a, a new slider, whether you, you ask uh, how much do you love pizza, then you can uh, slide it, whether you like it a lot, all the way or maybe in the medium so that it gives a, a variation of, of answer instead of just yes and no or that. so yeah. I guess, I guess that adds a bit more more data into it so it's
1: like in a pool of 0 to 100 it's yeah. like if I only half like this or like half like it it's yeah.
2: kind of yeah. thing. It,
0: it, it's kinda like it's kind of more to how much do you like something yeah. rather than yeah. you like this or that or yes or no or, it's a bit dead yeah it's like, not too binary Yeah.
2: And but but the downside about that is that, uh, as Faustina mentioned before, that the, sometimes it just stop there. Then you, uh, the slider doesn't work well, especially yeah. when the string is too small. Then it's just stuck there. Then after that, you confirm your answer.
1: Yeah, and like my, f- like my finger like, Detached from my screen or something like that. And then like when I wanted to, put pull it more, it's like I can't do anything about it. So yeah. So, so the moral of this
0: is, if you want to use this for your Insta story, make sure you make that
2: sticker big. Don't make it too small.
1: The sad thing is, I don't have that on my Insta story. It Aww. also
2: in, uh, indicates that, uh, which is the average answer. Yeah, which would be the average answer. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> like, sometimes you're like, hmm, if I put two liter my friend would judge <laughs> In early, you that you're entirely all the way well because you i don't
1: care i like, put zero and you
0: would not mind
2: but it's hard to say
0: because i do have bitchy friends who would yeah. purposely yeah. give me negative results
2: just for the sake That's of so it It's so sad uh but it's quite interesting instagram has been uh, putting a lot of efforts you know uh gif and everything the, the whole gif thing is kind of like a hit a thing that people wanted because it, it was gone for a while, then, yeah, after yeah. that, people requested it to be back. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, the you don't have Jif either! You still don't have Jif? Oh ah, my god. Alright, moving on. Alright, um, so next up, students in the University of California managed to control Siri and Alexa with voices that the human ear cannot process. So, In this article uh, by Gizmodo, Mm -hmm. what the students did was they actually uh, used a mobile, like a not a mobile phone, but they used a speaker to play a command for the phone or the the phone and the Alexa uh, and the Echo Mm -hmm. to call a series of uh, to dial dial a series of numbers, Mm -hmm. and in in version A they did it with a voice that we could hear. Mm-hmm. So the computer could, could register that voice and they dialed the number. The, the machines, the assistants dialed the number. And in option two, they just played it, but you can't hear anything, right? But the mobile device and the Echo also dialed the same set of numbers and triggered a command as well. Mm. So what this raises is actually a lot of questions of um, potentially there could be hackers who would actually embed uh, sounds that we cannot hear mm-hmm. into maybe voice, clips, actually, actually or Actually they music. embedded
2: the, the the audio into music.
0: Yes, they yeah. would embed it into music uh, yeah. So as, as, a, as, as a layer you that we can't hear. Like, yeah.
2: So you will play the music
0: with your mobile device and, and then all of a sudden, without you noticing, your mobile device would do something. Yeah. Uh, not just make calls, maybe with like, I don't know what, what else, transfer, 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 <laughs> funds, <laughs> transfer funds to that person <laughs> or, you know, whatever, stuff like that. I mean, in a three-minute song, anything can happen, right? Um. So, the funny thing is that they did not try this with the Google Assistant, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, it could be because the Google Assistant has a voice recognition yeah.
1: Yeah, that,
0: that people need to register their voice and... Uh if your voice does not sound remotely anything like uh, the user's voice, it will mm. not trigger. Mm. But uh that that reduces the chance, but I don't think it will remove it because
1: mm-hmm.
0: if that voice sounds similar, similar to any of us yeah, to any of us, then they will still be able to, to trigger it. Mm-hmm. Uh but I guess further further improvements can be made yeah. to prevent this. Mm-hmm. If 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 voice is going to be web 3.0 they have to start fixing this sub, subliminal security. message yeah
1: they come up with security
0: hacking yeah be quite freaky yep. yeah moving on to
1: next facebook cat let facebook rolled out new features for facebook live so what is this about let us see anyway um basically what this uh new feature is is like you'll be able to stream live on different platforms or different accounts in facebook so by using the obs obs meaning open uh
0: broadcast system
1: yes open broadcast system
0: yeah so um what um open broadcast software. Sorry. Broadcaster <laughs> software. Um, so what this, this is actually targeting uh, specifically game streamers.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, game streamers have been using a software called OBS, which is a third party software mm-hmm. to actually do the, the actual streaming. And this OBS will, will um, push all that stream to happen live mm-hmm. in different platforms like Twitch, YouTube, and also Facebook.
1: I mean, that's Facebook really Live. cool because like you don't have to go through so many different um, platforms just to open one by one. Yeah,
0: or... uh, yeah. and the, the 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 good thing also is that if you were to go on Twitch itself, mm-hmm. Twitch will not cross post into into YouTube and Facebook, and the other two platforms will not do the same as well. True. So the only thing you can do is after the fact you can rec- you can save it, and then uh, publish it as a as a well not live non-live video video thing yeah. um so people use third-party softwares like obs to do this and previously traditionally a lot of these people who do this they need to key in a lot of uh, commands and settings every mm-hmm. single time they want to go live yeah. and facebook just introduced a persistent stream key which kind of works like um it kind of it's it's like a url it's a it's a static url that you you always go back to it's Mm -hmm. like when you try to go on a teleconference and that person has a has a consistent meeting room where they can whenever you go in whenever let's say if i were to invite you guys for a meeting Mm -hmm. i don't need to keep sending the url to you you can use the old url
1: that oh. I sent to you before, so and you can
0: immediately come into. It's like
1: some sort of ID kind. It's of like thing. an ID,
0: yes. It's like an ID, yeah. but this stream key comes with all the settings that OBS will require as well. So instead of having to key in everything every time, they just you just key in that long stream key, and everything is set, and you can go right away. Yeah. So this this really makes it very easy to 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 stream,
2: yeah. um, to
0: Facebook Live with a platform. That is outside of Facebook Live.
1: Yay. Yeah. So, anyway, to add on to this new feature, Facebook Live has also uh, reintroduced Live Rewind. So, that means like, you know how we go into live videos that it just starts where it is? Like where it is now, yeah. like maybe mm-hmm. it started fifteen minutes ago. So mm-hmm. when the by the time you go in, it's already fifteen minutes gone. Yeah. So if you want to watch that fifteen, that earlier fifteen minutes, fifteen minutes, you have to wait until the end of the Facebook Live to watch it again. Yeah. So basically, yeah. what this uh feature is, is that once you get in at that fifteen minute mark, you can rewind it to the start mm. instead of just waiting to the end of the video, then yeah, then watching it so
0: people don't have to actually uh, start their live and wait about 15-20 minutes before the actual content starts because um, the reason now a lot of live uh, streamers what they do is they will just turn on their live and they leave it for a while so everybody can come in before they start because those who come in late will not be able to catch content before that now that people can rewind all the way to the start they don't have to they don't have to actually wait too long which is good there is another one as well, which uh, works with stream keys. Okay. Uh, is cross posting. So uh, Facebook now with Facebook live, you're able to cross post your live video across multiple pages at the same time.
1: So meaning if you were having a live video, then it can be on my page and Weyhan's page and whoever else's page.
0: Yes. At the same Ooh. time. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's quite cool because then if we have a collaboration, let's say all three of us are from different brands, mm-hmm. but we do uh, we do a, a vlog together or a podcast together uh-huh. and we do a video session as well. Okay. So that video can be live in all our platforms instead of huh. us having to choose just one.
1: That sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> a lot of platforms do that, but yeah. it's nice that Facebook is able to... Um, do this for live because facebook has been pushing live as a very uh big big thing uh yeah it's like the only thing that you get notification for even without asking on facebook and instagram are live videos yes so that is how much they're pushing it and it's good that they are providing functions like usable functions
2: proper functions that can in a way also because of our there are a lot of brands these days that uses live to 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 announce things and stuff like that. Because I see a lot of brands doing that yeah. these days. Yeah. And, uh, the, 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 the brands that are more active in terms of uh, marketing and also uh, social media, uh, the live button seems to be working quite well. For them. Yeah, that's good. I think we should try that too soon. Yeah. Soon. Not yet, but
1: soon. <laughs> soon. <laughs> okay, next...
2: Yes. facebook has introduced new uh, algorithm to reduce brand exposure to users so meaning um meaning there will be they, they emphasize on the whole you know people connection and stuff like that no, yes it, uh, this actually, actually came out uh, earlier this year yeah that they made a commitment to reduce the noise and whatever
0: yes yes they reduce the noise, noise and, and clutter yeah. and and shares that mean nothing to people yeah. Yeah. uh because the engagement of actual humans is getting less
2: and less because again, again marketers destroy yeah. everything you then you see a lot of sponsored posts then then uh it gets annoying that people just quit social media altogether. yeah right? but, well just just facebook not not the other part of social
0: media. <laughs> so, so in response to that, that noise and clutter that's been going on on Facebook too, too long, uh, too, for, for far too long, they vowed to reduce the reach of pages, yeah. business pages, and they want to get people back into the social element of social media instead of just
2: blindlessly consuming. So indirectly saying that is that in order for your page to be, to be heard or to be seen, you need to pay yes. even more.
0: Yes. So in order for brands to maintain the same level of reach, they have to resort to paid content, which every single thing needs to be paid. And generally what mm-hmm. happens is, imagine you have a huge pool of brands, right? That can no longer reach people mm-hmm. organically, but they still want to reach people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they do is they resort to advertisements. Yeah. And if the advertisement slots are not increasing mm-hmm. in response to this, naturally the cost of advertisement will increase yeah. because more people want that few things A go price go up.
1: Yeah.
0: And now, uh, marketers are starting to question
2: the effectiveness of Facebook ads. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Huh.
2: Um, brands like Adidas, uh, Booking.com and all those are, are questioning it and also they are looking at alternative uh, media buying um because I think I think a few podcasts before we did mention PNG are uh, reported to have a lot of fake accounts followers mm, they are one of the, the top 10 I think so it, uh, it becomes a question to them that you know um, I'm paying money for the fake accounts no, I, it's reaching to the fake account. There's no use of that. And then um, most brands also see social media as a, more of a brand awareness thing yeah. and also uh, just an exposure thing. But they don't see the, um, in terms of sales and stuff like that. We do have people feedback to us that uh, the Facebook shop it's not working. Facebook shop is not working. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. So um, it doesn't generate sales enough. I mean, compared to you know, Malaysian would be Lazada. Uh, That's why brands are hopping onto Lazada more than than Facebook Shop itself. Mm. So, mm. Um, I guess that is concerning. Um, so, I think this is this is uh, this is
0: a bit of an issue as well, right? Because, yeah. because um, so now you let's say for example you're a brand who wants brand awareness, mm-hmm. right? And you go out and you put money and you put ads and Facebook tells you X number of people are engaging with your brand. Mm -hmm. And what use is brand awareness if at the end of the day, it does not convert into sales, right? And if your brand awareness, you are creating awareness with uh, users who are not real. Yeah. Because fake users will never buy from you because yeah. they are not real to begin <laughs> yeah. with, right? So if, you're got, if you have a bunch of fake users who engage with you and you know like your page and like your posts and all that, but at the end of the day when you come back to it, right? There is always a certain KPI that we need to, mm. sure. um, we need to account for, mm-hmm. and to a certain degree even ROI as well. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get that, then it then it makes no sense to continue. Yeah. Um, to continue using Facebook as a platform to advertise. Mm. Because frankly speaking, it's not getting cheaper.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, we can, to advertise we can on Facebook. say about one of our experiences. Remember we had this ad going out that the call to action button was to message us. Mm-hmm. So that we, and we had like maybe about 10 at most people. Yes. That were fake accounts. Yes,
0: they were all fake accounts and they just messaged us.
1: And they just um, keep clicking yes. that message button. And
0: and and for all we know, according to Facebook, that is counted as yeah, that,
1: th- yeah.
0: As an engagement or as a you know as a
1: there's a cost to it. Yeah. As
0: a so that would have been counted yeah. as a successful engagement.
1: Because someone clicked on that button, exactly. on that call to action button. Exactly. And it is wasting our money actually. Yeah,
0: it's wasting our money, it's wasting our effort and and it's like Facebook is trying to create fake users to respond to us so that they can, can make money yeah. out of us. And at the end of the day, we are not making money out of this.
1: No, okay. Yeah. Well,
0: even for us as well, right? Uh, that's why in the past few mm. months, we decided to push out our own native Contents, content yeah. instead of using mm. advertisement.
1: Maybe that's what they're trying to encourage?
0: I guess. But, but again,
1: there's a purpose why we're doing ads as yeah, well.
0: Yeah, it, it's like... You provide us ads, but so you need to let give something back. <laughs> exactly,
1: to us. not yeah. not fake accounts.
0: Yeah, not fake accounts engaging with us. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, I think that's all for today. Is it not?
1: Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's it.
0: All right. So that's all for today. Um, catch us. On Anchor FM, and we are actually now in Apple Podcast as well. Yeah. And we will be uploading all our past episodes on our website uh, mm-hmm. soon. And um, thank you very much for listening to Social Media Weekly yes. episode 15 May 2018. <laughs> My name is Sean. i and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.